Hey, Juicebox. Yep. How are we feeling about this 34% tax hike here in Nashville? Oh, not, not great, man. Not great. What about kids going back to school? Well, I feel for the people that have to deal with it. I don't have to deal with that currently right now, but man, people that do, I can't imagine the stress. What about the uh, modified phase 2.16333? <sighs> Um, do you mind if I open this bottle of uh, bourbon over here and then answer that question? Uh, yeah, but first, let's talk about Bill Haggerty and Manny Sethi. Oh, God. <laughs> I might need something a little stronger than this bourbon if that's what we're going to talk about. Well, great news. I actually have something for all of those things. Um, okay. Yeah. This week's episode is actually sponsored by Two Tours CBD. Oh, yeah. I, I was confused about what that was last time. Two Tours CBD is a full-spectrum CBD's product company that includes oils, tinctures, and sugars. Mmm, sugar. <laughs> they, it actually helps with uh, things like arthritis, insomnia, chronic pain, and finally, stress. Okay, okay. That so it, you eat this sugar and it relieves your stress. That that is true. Uh, it it will take the pain away from a thirty four percent tax hike. It'll take the pain away from watching your kids sit in front of a computer learning from teachers. Uh, it it also kind of helps with the stress of the current you know Senate elections or the phases we're in or the fact that you can't get alcohol to go anymore. So with that said, go to twotours.com forward slash raising Nashville for your special offer today. Two tours CBD. We came home together, we grow together. Raising Nashville. Raising Nashville. Raising Nashville. Raising Nashville. Welcome to Raising Nashville. I'm Bucky. Juice box. And this week, we're going to start the episode off with a little exercise and fun game most of you might know out there, because uh, I'm sure you have played it. It's called Two Truths and a Lie. Oh, man. This makes my hands like sweaty just thinking about this game. So what we're going to do is Juicebox is going to tell me three statements. Two of them will be true. One of them will be false. And I have to guess which one is false. I was raised in a doomsday cult. Okay. I was elected class president my senior year after not really even caring about it just kind of running on a whim okay and uh i used to be a dj of a rap group okay um let's see you said raising a cult class president or dj in a rap group they all sound pretty outlandish really they do i'm gonna say the lie is you were raised in a cult no um that is actually somewhat true. Um, I've talked about it before on this podcast. My parents were Jehovah's Witness when I was a kid, and uh, <laughs> Jehovah's Witness started off as a doomsday cult. You know, it morphed into something else. It's still very problematic. Like, we're not going to go into that on this episode, but that is true. Uh, the lie is I did not run for her senior class president. I was barely... Even there? Yeah, I was barely even there, which okay. you would know if you listened to our school's episode. Fair enough. Well, the reason we did that exercise today, uh, and we hope you enjoyed that, is because it has a lot to do with this episode uh, of Raising Nashville podcast. Uh, before we even get into it, we like to name every one of our episodes, because so we're going to name this episode Liar Liar. Yeah. 
these pants are. <laughs> That's so great because uh, what we were going to name the episode is Pretty Little Liars because it actually has to do with our children lying and most parents out there kind of uh, wanted us to dive into this episode today, but we, unfortunately we couldn't use Pretty Little Liars because ABC Family un- wouldn't give us the rights, and we don't want to step on any toes there. Even though their seven seasons came to an end in 2017, apparently they sold it to HBO, and now, you know, you just don't want to rock the beast on that one, right? Uh, yeah, I guess so, but we also didn't get approval for that song either, so <laughs> one but- way or the other, we're getting in trouble. <laughs> but here's how I quit it is the fact that uh that band is from nashville okay. i think they would enjoy the fact that they were on such a popular podcast such as ours okay <laughs> so uh shout out to kings of leon for our song today yes we are diving into the reasons kids lie and that is a Big thing because, uh, as most of you know, or maybe you don't know, maybe you are the person who thinks that you have never told a lie or don't lie, but statistically speaking, everyone lies. I mean, you tell lies to your kids constantly about just to make things easier, like, you know, where's the moon? Uh, the moon is in bed. Where's the rabbit? Uh, the rabbit's asleep. You know, like, it's just easier to go through stuff like that. I've lied on this podcast. Wow. I've actually, eh, I've lied about a couple things. You guys can go back and figure it out what they are. Let's look through some pretty historical figures because uh, there is proof out there that Jesus has lied. And if it's Jesus has lied, everybody's lied, right? Right. One of the biggest lies of all time is George Washington chopping down his cherry tree. Um, I, I think through time, and I keep coming back to presidents like Richard Nixon, you know, tricky dick. I'll never tell a lie. Oh my God. That guy did nothing. That was like super dishonest, but that's any politician. I feel like every politician lies. You have to be able to have the ability to just lie and brush it off. If you're a politician, that is true. And we lie in our everyday lives. I think, uh, I read a statistic that said, you know, between 80 to 90% of people lie on a daily basis. And, uh, what we want to do before we get into why our kids lie, um, because we're a big reason reason for it and we're part of the problem is why do we lie you know because most people out there kind of want to know they they think there's are there's those people that think that they don't lie and they're honest and you know they're upfront with everybody and they always tell the truth but you catch yourself throughout the day no matter what reason it is and there are reasons behind it as to why you lie to your spouse or your boss or the barista at the coffee place or your Uber driver. You know, there, there's types of lies and there's reasons why we lie. I want to focus first on the reasons why we lie. Some of the ones that I read through were, one, to not look stupid. Now, yeah, that's right. uh, that's kind of a, a thin line there because right now, in today's time with phones so readily accessible, the internet so, you know, at your hand, wherever you're at, like back in the day, I'm thinking before cell phones and before the internet, I'm pretty sure you could lie about anything. Right. And people would believe you as long as you were convincing. It was tougher to prove people wrong. I, just real quick sidebar, I'm going to deal out just for a second. This makes me think about a time that one of my buddies bet another dude that there was a certain type of gun. I can't even remember what it was. It was like there's a gun called this. And the other guy was like, no, there isn't. 
my buddy went to the library to check out a book about this gun <laughs> and brought it back to his house to win this bet. Like, that's how far we had to go back in the day, like, pre-smartphones. And that's, uh, I mean, that, that takes some dedication to yeah. prove yourself right in right. that situation. But now uh, it's all at your fingertips. But uh, let me let me jump in here, though. The flip side of that, I feel like, and the reason another reason I wanted to do this podcast is because what is even really truth anymore, if you think about it? Like, you can go online and find somebody that's said the same lie that you're trying to preach, probably, you know? So sure. it's like, there's a fine line there between, you know, calling something somebody out for being wrong. But, is that borderline a conspiracy theory? I, I don't know. <laughs> is <man>. that how? <laughs> May, maybe. I just, I don't know. There's just too much garbage out there. But anyway, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, other reasons why we lie is to look more impressive. Now, this is probably the biggest reasons that adults lie or you start to lie towards you know graduating high school through college especially when you're meeting new people mm-hmm. um I, I remember and this is a crazy story i remember my cousin and i when we were hitting on girls back in like early high school we would be out and we would somehow conjure up these plans in the parking lot before we went into the club or whatever it was back in the day <laughs> saying okay so your dad's an astronaut and my dad started cheetos like what? i mean and- were you guys roby and michelle <laughs> No, but we thought that if we had a more impressive story, then it would be easier to dance with the girls and eventually make out at the end of the night. Yeah, no, I get you. So to look more impressive, a lot we know a lot of people that do this. I consider it over or under exaggeration. I think you take a story that potentially happened and you make it look even better by adding this element or this element. What the hell did you exaggerate to your dad invented Cheetos? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like, he invited, or uh, he invented uh, spicy Cheetos too, or like the, yeah. Yeah, that janitor dude. Yeah, yeah. that's an interesting so, story. Another one uh, is having a bad memory is a reason that adults lie. Um, and that's just not remembering the story exactly how it happened. Yeah. I, is that even really lying? I don't know. And, and that's where you, that kind of borderlines to look more impressive. And then another one uh, is to promote themselves or personal gain, yeah. which is, hey, you know, I got in a wreck the other day. And then all of a sudden it turns into, well, I got in a wreck with Dolly Parton's manager and, you know, <laughs> he tailboned me and I went off this cliff, but somehow my, you know, car is not just completely destroyed. Yeah. Um, you know, so. And, it, and now Dolly Parton's my godmother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another reason we lie is to protect others or ourselves. So that's also a big one in our life. I think, you know, if you have some a piece of information that could hurt somebody, you want to hold it from them. That is still considered, you know, yeah. holding from the truth and borderline a lie. Yeah. Um, especially if they ask you about it and you reroute or redirect your answer um, to avoid that. Well, let me just jump back real quick to the last thing. I just want to make one more point. Like when you said that, like people lie because they don't remember or they're misremembering. Mm-hmm. I just like that doesn't feel like a lie, right? Because it's like you're just unless you're doing it intentionally. I guess if that that's what that's what it is. Like a lie is something intentional. It's not you misremembering that you were at something or the way something happened. Sure. Um, but there's also again a flip side of that, which you know, let's say a bad memory turns into a believable lie, 
And that's another thing that we kind of deal with as adults is if you tell this story over and over and over again, and it always evolves, you lose yourself, you lose the truth in it. Yeah. And you honestly start to believe your own lies because you don't know when that lie was created. You just know you've been telling the story for years and years and years, and now the truth is gone. I think that's a big thing about pathological liars, right? Like they yeah. just continuously lie and lie and lie, and they don't know what the truth is anymore because they've lied so much. That's the scary part, and I don't really want to get into that today because that can get pretty deep. Um, let's go through some of the types of lies that people tell. There are obviously what most people know as white lies. These are ones that are somewhat borderline ex- uh, acceptable. Totally. Um, you have to. T- I think you have to tell white lies to get through life. Um, again, if it's for any other reasons as to why we lie, those are the lies that are the, you know, the, I don't know, the most elementary, the, the ones that you can kind of brush off and you're not going to get in trouble for. How about, let's say that. I told my kid that I was going to bed before I came over here to record this podcast. (laughs) That's a lie. So there you go. Um, exaggerations are another types of lies. Again, we kind of touched on that when you inflate something and you make it seem bigger than it is. That's what, yeah. When we were talking about this episode, that's a big thing that I just kept thinking about, like all the kids I knew growing up. Cause I knew one, like, I, I don't know, every year it seemed like every class, there was one kid that would just do nothing but make stuff up. Yep. And you knew it was bullshit. And a lot of times, I f- you know, you felt bad because it was like some of like the poor kids. And they're like, yeah, I got a Super Nintendo and a Sega Genesis for Christmas. It's like, man, no, you didn't. But you don't have to like say you did either. Like, I know yeah. you do because elementary school is brutal and kids are mean. But like, it, I just remember feeling bad about it back then. Another reason or, or another type of lie is hiding information. Uh, we've kind of touched on that. Burying lies amid the truth. Uh, so it's hard to tell the difference. We kind of touched on that. That's the hardest. That That is the most psychological thing that you can do is starting to lie within the truth. So everything seems the same no matter what you say. So give me an example of that. Um it's hard to come up with an example. It's, you know, basically you are mentally thinking about it and you're saying, here's the truth. Now I've got to add a lie in here. So they think all of it's the truth. So the next time when I actually lie, they think that's the truth too. So it'd be like, Oh man, I went to this uh, concert and uh, we got backstage passes and I got to meet fish. Okay. Which one was the lie? Which one was the truth and which one was the lie? Which one do you think? <laughs> um, I think you buried the backstage passes into meeting fish that you possibly met out in the courtyard out front just by running into them. Huh. Interesting. See? No, the, the whole... Yeah, okay. You buried a lie within the truth. Um, I was just lying about meeting fish. You met fish, but you didn't have backstage passes. Because it was an offspring concert. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, so those are some of the reasons why we lie. And you know, if you're sitting in your car right now on your headphones at work, uh, or whatever you're doing, you know that you've told a lie yesterday and you're probably going to tell three more today. Of course, at least. Yeah. And there was actually a a guy named Adrian Rain, University of Pennsylvania psychologist and criminologist who had a great quote about this. Uh, if we are all bluntly honest all the time, life will be miserable. I mean, it, that's, <laughs> right. that just sums it up, right? So we lie. I know my father never 
you know, he hated what he, he used to tell me he hates liars. He hates people who lie. And I think that was kind of a teaching tool to me because, mm-hmm. you know, he was telling lies all the time. Sure. I mean, everybody does it. No matter if you're religious or obviously political, you lie. Um, but again, there's many types of lies ranging from psychotic to this just happens every day and it's acceptable in society right now we have to think about our children because obviously in life we want to leave this place better than we found it we want to have our our children want a better life than we had that's the you know the ongoing story with parenting you know we want them to have a better life than us we want to teach them more we want to use the knowledge we've gained over hundreds of years of families and generations to make them better. Yeah. When everybody says they wish they could go back to be a kid, but Neil had all their knowledge, like, yeah. this is your chance. Yeah, exactly. Um, so if you have children, we're going to try our best not to cuss on this episode, so you can let them start tuning in now. Oof. <laughs> um, so what we did for uh, some research on this is we we dove into a couple of articles uh, from some well-known Sources, not necessarily, um, what is it, HistoryChannel.com? We, we did not use History Ch- I didn't use HistoryChannel.com. No, I cited uh, the Child Mind Institute, um, which has uh, some pretty good articles on why children lie and what you can do to prevent it. Now, that's we want you to hang on on this episode because towards the end of the uh, podcast, we are going to give you some tips on what you can do to prevent it or curb it, so to speak. You know, uh, make it less... Uh, desirable for them to lie, especially to their own family. And what we say may or may not be a lie. It'll be up for you to decide. Fair enough. (laughs) Um, So let's start with some of the obvious ones on why kids lie. Uh, To avoid consequence, that's the biggest one, right? Right, of course. You lie not to get in trouble. Uh, I still lie not to get in trouble. Another reason is getting something that they want. They, They lie about that. Now that's, for me, Going back to being a child from a divorced family when I was three years old, I spent my entire life playing my mom against my dad or my dad against my mom. Right. So I would tell little white lies. Things started as mom lets me do this when I'm at her house. You know, that's probably one of the bigger ones for children, especially if you come from a a separated home. Um, People play that in their own homes when their parents aren't divorced, uh, when dad's at work, dad lets me do this when he's at home. Yeah. Cause you don't think as a child with, uh, your non yet completely developed brain that one parent is going to actually talk to the other parent at the end of the day. Exactly. Because it appears every day that they don't talk anyway. Well, that, <laughs> okay. No, that's something I was looking up. Like, cause it varies from age to age, like early ages, like two to three, Kids may start lying, you know, like our kid will lie, but it's about stuff that's like, hey, is there poop in your diaper? And he'll be like, no. And it's like, well, okay, there's obviously poop in your diaper. But, you know, he's lying because he doesn't want to stop playing. They don't really understand moral choices or moral dilemmas yet, mm-hmm. you know, like they that's not part of their thing. They just know that like, okay, what I just did there caused this action and it wasn't good. So I'm going to lie to try to get back to what I was doing. Sure. That was actually next on my list is to get out of something they don't want to do. Yeah. that's I think that's how children at the ages of two and three start lying. God, let's be honest, though. That never ends. It doesn't. Um, <laughs> and it probably it progressively gets worse. Um, I am very thankful on a day-to-day basis that we have a 10-year-old who uh, steers on the side of truth 
and rules, especially if they're rules that don't come from inside our home. <laughs> oh, so yeah. any outer rules. Uh, for example, I take them to the movies. We buy two tickets. Now, you, when you go to the movies, you have to have you know your exact seats, E26 and E27. Right. You go into the theater, and you notice there's nobody in there. Uh, so you say, let's move down a couple of rows, maybe get an aisle seat. And he's like, no, these are our tickets. And I'm like, you don't understand how theaters work when they're empty. You get to pick your own seats. And no, he's a rule follower. He tends to tell the truth most of the time. So let's get in a few less obvious reasons why your children lie. Uh, I read one is to test out a new behavior. Right. Um, and this is, you know, just testing the waters. It's drawing a line in the sand and seeing how far you can get across it. Mm-hmm. This is what we do as a human race. You try things until they don't work or you get punished for them, and then you don't try them again. Yeah, actions and reactions. You're testing that constantly as a kid. Exactly. Uh, another one is to a less obvious uh, reason children lie is to enhance self-esteem or gain approval. Now, this is the same in adults. If your story isn't that interesting, embellish. Right. Right? You know, I went to the bar and... The guy from the show Nashville was sitting right next to me, and we sparked up a conversation. Uh, turns out he looked like the guy from the show Nashville, but he, so was he lying and saying saying he was the guy from no, Nashville? But I thought he looked like the guy from Nashville, so I just told my wife he was the guy from Nashville. Gotcha. That's a you know that's the self esteem or gain approval. I remember this one kid that lived up the street from me. He told me he was a professional BMX bike rider. And I was like, oh, man, that was awesome. Because I was like a couple years younger than him. So I was like, this is the coolest dude ever. And then he was like, yeah, I was on this uh, competition that was on Nickelodeon. I was like, awesome. So I like watched it, didn't see him on it. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, called him out on it. And I remember like that was a very like eye-opening experience to me that this kid was just like straight up lying about it. Sure. But that was for him, you know, like it made him feel better because he wasn't like the coolest kid ever. You know, he was just older than me. So I thought he was cool. Sure. Uh, Hopefully kids don't carry that trend because it'll get them in trouble the older they get and the further along you go in life. That's what I'm so worried about. That's what I want to know, like when the warning signs is to like when you should be worried about what your kid is saying. You know, if they're obviously lying about everything, there's a borderline between having a good imagination and just being a straight up liar. Because it could turn into one day a kid lying on his resume and getting the job that he doesn't deserve and crashing a company. I mean... Is that a metaphor for the president? Uh, <laughs> it might be. Uh, another less obvious reason why kids lie is to get the focus off themselves. This is a big one in children, especially if you have siblings or you have multiple children. You know, they're wrestling in the basement. One of them gets hurt. Obviously, the one that got hurt did something to the one who didn't get hurt. And then it gets to focus. I don't know. It's it's a never-ending Ferris wheel. Yeah. I saw another interesting take on this that was like... Um, if your kid is suffering from anxiety or depression, they might lie to like take, you know, make you think that they're not going through those symptoms or having those problems. Like ah, that they're not, makes not sense. having trouble sleeping or they're not, you know, having trouble eating or whatever. They're lying about that. So is that like a, how are you feeling today? And they just say fine. Yeah. Or, or even like lie about it even more, I guess. I don't know. Sure. Uh, another one that you might not notice, but happens in children, and this happens in our 10-year-old all the time, is speaking before they think. That is a big catalyst for a liar, <laughs> is you're not taking the time to think about it. You're just rolling off. Mm-hmm. Um, and that turns into 
the fabrications and the things that you can actually Google now so we can call our children out on everything. Right. Um, uh, white lies happen in children all the time. We can go ahead and brush that to the side because today for the, for the purpose of this podcast, we're saying white lies are okay. They're necessary. You know, with all that said, that, I mean, that's, those are some of the you know reasons that kids lie. Um, now, as parents, and we talked about this at the beginning of the podcast, we are teaching our kids on a daily basis to lie. And if you have multiple children, it's even so much harder than it is with one child. As you know, once your child develops that Santa syndrome, like you've been lying to your kid about Santa for so many years. And finally, they find out, and then they realize you've been lying to them about it. Now, they don't have found that out till later in life. Yeah. But there's little hints along the way, especially for us. We have a 10-year-old and a 3-year-old. Now, the 10-year-old is very observant. He's in fifth grade. Uh, we've talked about this. He's smarter than us. Uh, <laughs> he picks up on things. Uh, there's some things he's oblivious to, but there's some things he actually absolutely picks up on. And this goes back to the... You know, our three-year-old asking for a snack, and he wants a chocolate granola bar. Well, you know what? Dinner's in 30 minutes. So all of a sudden, we don't have any chocolate granola bars. Right. And our 10-year-old is hearing us say this to our other son who knows that we have chocolate granola bars. But he plays into it. Then the next day, when Levon comes in and says, I want, you know, cheese puffs for breakfast, Asher's the first one to jump up and say, Levon, we ran out of cheese puffs. They're at the store. Mommy's going to have to get some on the next grocery trip. And we're like, oh, no. Like, I what know they're mean? little oh, white. Well, little, he's playing ball. Yeah, but I that's, think that's great. I think that's that's a great example of when a white lie is appropriate. Okay, so then the next time when Asher asks us for the latest video game for his Nintendo Switch and we say, oops, they sold out at the store... I think that he could probably pick up on the fact that we might be making that up. But yeah, we well, get more creative as the older you get on the lie. Well, yeah, and if he picks up on that, that's when it becomes a conversation about money and saving up for your own things, and we can't just buy everything for you. So when you've diagnosed the lies, I mean, we all understand that our children lie. We understand that we lie. It's just a way of life that we try to limit. Let's say that. We're trying to turn the big lies into small ones and the small lies into white lies. And then, you know, at that point, it's just over and under exaggeration. I mean, that's, I would be happy with that. Right. Um, it is very honorable to tell the truth all the time, but sometimes the truth hurts. We've heard it in many songs. So you can under understand some of the reasons why children lie and some of the reasons why we lie. What we want to do now is kind of get into part of the podcast where we say what parents can do about these things and kind of self-reflect on how we handle a lie when it comes to it. Because I, I specifically remember, again, it's not it's not always great. And sometimes it downright sucks to be accused of something, right? Especially when it's a made up lie. Yeah. You know, I, I think when Asher was much younger, he was, you know, Stephanie and I were dating at the time. He may have been three or four years old. Uh, I think he got hurt and blamed it on me. And that's the first time ever internally. I was just like, uh, he is lying and I'm doing my best to control my emotions right now. Yeah. That, that would be tough. So lying and accusing someone of something 
not only affects you and how people perceive you, but now it affects someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, accusations that aren't true. Those are lies like that. That's where we get into some serious, serious trouble. And we don't want our kids going down that path. So what we want to do is kind of give you some uh, tips on once you start realizing and observing your children lying, what you can kind of do to curb that. Um, the first one I have is downright, especially when it's kind of a smaller one, is ignore the lie. Don't ask follow-up questions. Change the subject. You know, if a kid says that, you know, like you, you said, you gave the examples. If a kid said that he's a BMX, you know, pro BMX rider. Right. But let's talk about his parents' level. So he comes home and he says, Mom, you know, I'm just the best basketball player. I scored 60 points today in our scrimmage game at P.E., like, you know he didn't score 60 points, right? Right. So you just kind of let it go. You don't push it to where he's talking about it more because then that develops that whole I actually believe what I'm saying scenario. Yeah. So ignoring the lie uh, in the beginning is always one of the best things to do. Let me let me rewind it back a little bit further because that's like an even older age. Like, I want to talk about uh, like two to three-year-olds for okay. a second. Like I said, I brought it up before, but like they don't really have the they don't have the moral compass at that point. They don't know that there's consequences to lying. They just realize that it, it's a means to an end almost. I don't know best way to describe that there, but um, one of the best ways to like counter that is like just say f- counter it up with facts. Like tell you know like like with a our kid with his diaper, like you know he's lying that his, he doesn't have poop in his diaper, and we're like, well Barrett, we know that you do have poop in your diaper because it stinks. And he's like, no. And then you're like, yeah, let's just go ahead and get that. Like, you just basically counteract it. There's no punishment at that point. But Mm -hmm. you just acknowledge that the fact that you know that they're not telling the truth. Sure. And that they should, like, you know, fess up. (laughs) Fess up. Uh, Okay, so in chronological order, then let's go next into kind of the tall tale explanation of lying as Mm -hmm. a parent. Uh, Again, we're not getting to consequences of action until later on. Right. um, So... There, acknowledge that they're lying, uh, make them understand with no punishment. And then the tall tale, uh, as most people uh, could probably uh, tell uh, from this, is stop mid-explanation and ask them to start over. Um, and this is one of my favorite things. And this is, you could probably do this about, <laughs> you know, at the five, six, seven, eight, eight-year-old range, is stop them mid, mid-sentence on this elaborate tale that they're telling and ask them to start over and see if it it matches up, you know, (laughs) it's kind of like getting your story straight with the cops or the FBI. Right. Oh man. Um, That's funny, but that's, is that like conditioning them to uh, get their story straight if they have to deal with the cops or the FBI? It is. Well, maybe. (laughs) Uh, So maybe we're teaching them a couple of different skills today. Um, (laughs) Right before I came over here, I was reading leave on a book. Our favorite, one of our favorite types of books is the Berenstein bears. Uh, this one is called the Berenstein Bears and the Truth, and it's funny. It's about the two bear, the kid bear and the sister bear. They were kicking a soccer ball around in the treehouse, and mom and dad were away. They come home. All of a sudden, there's a lamp broken, right? Mm-hmm. And they start creating this story uh, about this bird who flew in the window. And this is where I, I kind of got this tall tale uh, idea is the bird, you know, it had yellow fangs and it had a purple uh, breast and it had green wings and a red head and a yellow beak. 
And then all of a sudden, the dad asked him to explain the bird again. And all of a sudden, you know, all these things are changing. Yeah. Um, so he was like, I mean, is it a yellow bird with purple wing tips and green feet? Or was it a green wing tips and yellow feet? Or was it a white bird with black spots like that soccer ball behind the chair? Um, so it's kind of one of those things. Uh, you can definitely tell if they're lying by asking them multiple questions about it or asking them to repeat the story. I guess next, when you get a little bit older in age, uh, there does become a certain point where you have tried everything that you can. Uh, you want to acknowledge the lie. You want to ask them to start over. You want to talk to them about why, you know, address the lie. You know, why? Why are you lying? What's the consequence for this lie? And, you know, what was your reason for lying? You know, yeah. are, are you grounded? Okay, so why did you lie about this, which puts you in this situation? So kids are not always going to open up about that. And that's, that's the shutdown problem. Right. Well, and I think a part of it too is like, depending on what their age is, they might not even have like the emotional or like um, social skills to really communicate what, why they lied about it. You know, it's just like to them, it was just the easiest way to get out of the situation that they were in, that they really didn't have maybe the skills to deal with yet. Or, you know, it was like, they're lying ever out of being overwhelmed by whatever the situation is. I'm not saying that it makes it better, but it's basically, you know, that's like it's their escape and their easiest way to get out of it. I totally agree with that. And I see that on a day-to-day basis, you know, with with Asher is the fact that he has trouble wrapping his head around things anyway. It's almost like his brain works miles and miles and miles a minute and he's just trying to gather all of his thoughts and some for some children uh, no matter what age, the easiest thing is to lie. You know, yeah. uh, how was school? Good. Okay, what happened in school? Nothing. I mean, those are yeah. lies. Like, you right. know, you could embellish, but that's the easiest way from point A to point B. Yeah. Because he wants to get back to watching that cartoon. Well, yeah, that that's something else. But yeah, I mean, it, it can deflect. I mean, maybe something overwhelming happened at school, but he just can't like bring himself to talk about it yet or something you know sure so once you've uh ignored the lie once you've addressed the lie once you've you know uh talked about it once you've tried to trick them into (laughs) telling the truth um eventually comes consequence of action and to me we it goes back to we have done a spanking episode before and i'm not saying that's necessarily the course of action but at some kid in a time's life at some time in a kid's life, uh, right from wrong becomes apparent and they should know right from wrong when it comes to lying. Yeah. So at some point, grounding, taking away screens, uh, you know, doing things that the kid doesn't necessarily like has to come into play because you've, you've, you've used all of your other avenues. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I think in addition to that, though, you need to think about like explaining that the reason of why lying about whatever they're lying is bad. You know, it's like, say they were lying about not having any homework or something like that, you know, and then you found out they did, they did have a bunch of homework. You need to ground them. But at the same time, think about like, sit them down and be like, you don't want to fall behind in your education. You know, this is very important time, you know, like it, the, it may or may not be resonate with them but i feel like kids are smart like you need to just kind of like talk to them straight up sometimes sure 
Um, or you'll develop those skills that are will be helpful one day when they're in handcuffs and being interviewed by the FBI. Yeah, either way, I mean, as long as they can talk their way out of it. You know, in the ninth grade uh, in the high school I went to, we had this big like uh, homecoming party in our neighborhood. And uh, everybody uh, discovered weed for the first time. Now we and we Whoa. stole we stole a cooler of beer from a next door neighbor's house. It was all hot beer in this cooler on the back deck. Right, this hot. was like ten o'clock at night. And these guys bring over some weed, and you know we're in a very sheltered private high school, and. You know, so we're all hitting the weed and we're drinking hot beer and we're in ninth grade and we think we're the hottest shit in the world. Well, yeah. you know, we, we come to school on Monday and apparently somebody at the uh, uh, party that wasn't getting the beer or weed told on the party. Oh, and we man. were under a 24-hour rule, meaning if you did anything off campus, you could get in trouble on campus for it. Oh, I think we talked about that on a former episode. I do not understand that. It, it's crazy. Um, so there were 10 of us that got called in the office uh, about said party. Uh, the, that you didn't even get busted for. No, we didn't get busted for it at all. So Just one person ratted you out. Correct. Her name was... You can block that out. Yeah, anyway, block it out in the former episode. So we go in there, and the principal is one of those interrogation types, right? He's like, so-and-so-and-so-and-so-and-so-and-so said you we did this, so why don't you go ahead and admit it, you know? Right. And... Eight out of the ten fell to that, you know, that method of what he was doing. Two people didn't. I was one of them, right? So I, of course, you. Were. I stuck to my guns and I did not say anything. I said I was not involved. I do live in the neighborhood. I went home before all of it happened because turns out nobody ratted anybody out except themselves. So when it came to it, the following week, they were all on suspension, which is uh, what basically what they do is they put you on a chain gang and make you uh, hay the baseball field and mow the lawns and, you know, curate a soccer field. So okay. they're all out there working wow. all day long. And me and the other guy who did not fold at all were sitting in class. And do I feel bad about it? No. I don't. I didn't tell my mom either until like 20 years later. All right. So lying is good? <laughs> I don't know. What, what did we learn in this episode? We learned that you want to start your children off on a slow path um, before they just totally get out into the world. And again, at this age, they trust you. They believe you. They, you know, if you spend that extra touch and you talk to them, and you sit down with them and you explain to them why this is bad or why that's bad. Uh, you try not to let them see you lying too much. My biggest fear is having that kid that just constantly lies to everybody and everybody knows he's full of shit. But wouldn't <laughs> you see that every once in a while or no? <laughs> I don't know, man. I is mean, it like Cartman on South Park? Yes. Yes. Yeah, something like that. I and mean, that's what it, it's starting to seem like. Um, again, over and under, under exaggeration. Well, I mean, no matter if you're a uh, mom or a dad or a grandma or a grandpa or an uncle or guardian, uh, we hope you've enjoyed our episode today because, again, we all lie. Kids lie. Um, we want to thank you. We hope you we gave you a little bit of advice. I mean, yeah. And real quick before we get out of here, I mean, we only focused on like a younger age group. We're not even talking about teenagers yet. Like, oh, neither God, one of us no. have a teenager. Like, if you have a teenager and you're listening. I'm sorry. Like I'm sure that I'm sure it's insane and we'll get there, but uh we follow can't... their accounts on TikTok. <laughs> I don't know. 
We're not there yet, and I'm not looking forward to that day uh, of sneaking out of the house. Big lies, like I told about the you know high school weed party. No, I mean, I, uh, yeah, like when I was in high school, I snuck out of my house like every single day. And my mom never knew about it. Like, yep. And when she said, "Where have you been?" That's lying. Well, she didn't know, so oh, she never okay. said, "Where have you been?" So technically, I guess I didn't lie. I just made her think that I was asleep. <laughs> Kind of like I do to my kids. <laughs> well, we hope you've uh, enjoyed this week's podcast uh, episode. Again, and as always, wherever you are listening to us today, feel free to take 30 seconds to uh, click on that button and like us, rate us, tell your friends. Uh, follow our socials, Raising Nashville Podcast. You can find us on Google. You can find anything on Google. Apparently. Yeah, we'll be here every single Monday. We will see you guys next week. Bye. If I could turn the page And time that I rearrange Just a nail to Close your, close your, close your eyes But I couldn't find the way So I said for one day To believe in you Tell me, tell me, tell me Yeah.